0: It's Monday and we're back with some cheery news to get all of us feeling good. I'm Eloise.
1: I'm Hugo. And I'm Deborah. And we're the hosts of this good news only podcast, The Good Stuff. How are you guys feeling today?
2: Great, thanks. I'm still thinking about what fermented chocolate pickles would taste like after speaking to Kimberly last week.
0: I don't think it's a good idea. Pickles and sweet things are not a good match.
2: Now, we're actually enjoying
1: some time in our house in France.
0: We're even recording this
1: podcast to a live audience, our cousins of Jack and Finn, who are behind us. Can we have a shout out, please, boys? Hello! Hello! Hello. So we're actually doing this as a live pod and together we've all been enjoying the nature that we're surrounded by out here in the French countryside. And it's actually been really good preparation for our guest speaker today who's been tackling the question of the week. So go for it, Eloise!
0: Our question of this week is how can gardening improve your happiness? What do you think about this topic, guys? How can gardening improve our
1: happiness? So for me, just being outside makes me feel really happy.
2: Yeah, like Um, breathing in the fresh air.
1: That's a really good point, Hugo. What about you, Eloise? The trees, the
0: animals.
1: The trees and the animals.
2: It's also the nurturing of
1: the plants. It's nurturing of the plants, watching things grow. What's your favourite thing to grow, do you think? Food Food as well. It's all about food in our family. You can tell that um, we have the French gene in us. Definitely. Now, I have to say there's something about putting your hands in the soil that gets you feeling a lot more relaxed.
2: Well, actually, did you know there's a specific soil bacteria called mitobacterium vaxi that actually triggers the release of serotonin in our brains? It's a scientific fact that makes us happier.
1: So serotonin is the happy hormone, and we know that from previous podcasts, don't we? We know that it's what makes us happy. That's amazing. It's weird
0: to think that a bacteria can make you happy. I think, for me, I'm happy because I'm outside... Smelling the flowers and watching them grow and eating all of them. <laughs> we can't eat all the flowers, but did you know there's there's edible flowers, aren't there? Like
2: chocolate flowers.
1: Like chocolate flowers. No, there are lots of different edible flowers, but obviously you have to check before you start eating the flowers. Now, there's one thing in Japan, and it's called forest bathing. Have you guys ever heard of it? No, you bathe. Running in,
2: forest. in a forest,
1: naked. Running in a forest, naked. Yeah. Um, Maybe, maybe. Do you guys have you guys ever heard of it? No. No? So I hadn't until we looked it up for the podcast. Well, it's literally all about the positive effects of being outside, surrounded by nature, taking the time to enjoy your surroundings. And it is actually about going out, going for a walk, being in the forest, and breathing in those pine needles. Not physically breathing them in, but breathing in the smell, you know, that smell of the fresh pine. So Eloise and and Hugo, you are allowed to wear clothes. I think it is advisable to wear clothes, but it's also about absorbing the vitamin D when the sunshine is on our skin. And this is also a trigger for the happy hormone, the serotonin. So it's not just the plants that do well with sunshine and water. We need it too. We need to grow, don't we? So Mm -hmm. we need a bit of sunshine and water. So Hugo, as our resident gardener, can you tell us what you're growing in the garden at the moment over here in France?
2: So we're growing lots of fruit and vegetables, plums and lettuce and aubergines, cucumber Mm -hmm. and uh, courgettes and tomatoes and apples and red currant and black currant and raspberries sure. and we're also growing flowers like lavender and foxglove and then we're also uh, uh,
1: it
0: just sounds like trees. You're, you're growing a lot of stuff I think but the
1: key thing about the vegetable patch here is how much you have to look after it but the best thing about it is that when we need lettuce a we cucumber can go, or a cucumber we can go to the garden oh,
2: yeah. and, and we you can destroyed get
1: it I destroyed your lettuce
2: yeah why at home you're supposed uh, to water it.
1: Yeah, sorry. What's your favourite thing to eat from the vegetable patch?
2: What's the oh, one? obviously it's berries.
0: It's berries. What about you, boys? The plums. Oh, the plums. Yeah, the uh, the white Um, plums. And and some of the tomatoes are, like, really big, like that size. I like the beans. Yeah, there's massive
2: tomatoes.
1: Yeah, actually, so the tomatoes are amazing. And Eloise and me probably share the favourite one, which is the French green beans. Oh, I love them. And we love growing them. And then we pick them all together and we take the heads and the tails off and it's really good fun.
2: Even though we're in July, you can still plant your garden with wonderful flowers and foods. One expert who knows all about this is Ellen Mary, who we caught up with. Here's what she has to say.
1: So we're really delighted to be welcoming to the Good Stuff Podcast today, Ellen Mary, who's going to be talking to us all about one of our favourite topics, but certainly her favorite topic, which is gardening. Welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast, Ellen Mary. Thank
3: you so much. It is my favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> so we've
1: got some questions to far away straight away. So
0: off you go, Eloise. What do you love about gardening?
3: Oh. I could be here all day, but (laughs) what I love about gardening is just, it's kind of magical. And I often say to people who don't love plants, why don't you love plants? Because we can't eat, drink or breathe without them. And so, you know, we have this responsibility to look after plants and the planet, and you can do that by gardening. And it's, it's just magical to see things grow and evolve. And it's just so, so good for your well-being. And in all of that bubble, there's just so many benefits for us. And I mean, I could talk about it for ages, but I kind of feel like it's a little bit like the magic of it all.
1: Is, there is something magical about growing stuff. Hugo, you've been doing some gardening, haven't you?
2: Yeah. We've been growing some uh, veggies, so we've been growing lettuce and radishes.
3: Amazing. I hear that you might be planting an orchard, perhaps. Yes. That will be absolutely beautiful. You know, orchards, obviously not just productive so that you can harvest lots of fruit, but also they're amazing for wildlife and biodiversity as well. So when you plant an orchard, you'll see loads of wildlife. And that's another thing I love about gardening. You know, you share your space with, you know, wildlife, birds and bees. Of course, we need so many bees to pollinate our crops and lots of insects. And that's part of the whole kind of well-being thing about gardening is that you're creating a biodiverse space as well to enjoy.
0: Are there health benefits of gardening?
3: Oh, there's so many health benefits to gardening. So obviously, it's really good physical and mental health and well-being. So being outside, you're breathing in all that fresh air. You're doing some exercise as well, which gets the endorphins going and absorbing some vitamin D when it's not raining, (laughs) of course. But even in the rain, it's still absolutely lovely. And you're coming in contact with soil and there's actually lots of good bacteria in the soil as well. And we know that by gardening, it takes us away from kind of some of the stresses of everyday life. So you're learning and educating yourself as you go along. So you can focus on the task at hand, like sowing seeds. You kind of focus in on what you're doing. The well-being benefits are just, I mean, they are immense. It's an amazing hobby or career to have.
1: So if you're somebody... Who just wants to kind of get started with gardening and maybe you don't have loads of space, so you might need to buy some little pots or something and to plant it in? Where do you even start? What could you be starting with?
3: Well, the first thing I would say no matter what space you've got, it doesn't matter. You can always grow something, even if you don't have a balcony or a patio and you've just got a windowsill, you can definitely still grow stuff. So if you've just got yourself some pots and a nice light potting mix and you want to grow something that's edible, herbs are amazing because they're really tolerant, really easy to grow and you can use them in your cooking or you can make herbal teas, that kind of thing. But I just say experiment. I always say kind of break the rules because you'll read lots of theory about what you can and can't grow in small spaces. But from experience, I've found that even some of the things that people say you can't grow in a small pot grow really well. So I think try and grow the things that you really, Love and and edible flowers are really amazing as well. So kind of pansies that you can use the petals in your salad So kind of quick-growing things. Yeah,
1: and um, what are the best
3: plants to plant for bees? We're all about saving the bees because we need them. They pollinate our crops, and they're just amazing to have around in the garden. So plants that are perfect for pollinators. So there's a couple of ways of looking at it. If you go to buy a plant in the garden centre or nursery, look for the little bee sign on the label and that will tell you that this is a great plant for pollinators. But some of my favourites are verbena. It's really tall, thin stems. It has little purple flowers and they love that. Um, have some Echinacea which is also amazing to make Echinacea tea Um, and the bees absolutely love that as well and lots of herbs so if you allow some of your herbs to go to flower they love that too. There are absolutely loads and you'll find that there's some flowers that are called a double flower or a single flower. The double flowers mean the bees can't necessarily get in to get to the nectar and pollinate crops so easily so you look for single flowers but usually it will say that on the label and look for the little bee sign on the label and then you'll know.
1: Okay, I've got a test for Hugo and Eloise because at home, you and Daddy learned loads of names of all the plants in the garden. Can you remember any of the names? Dan, no. um, Ron? An alien. An alien, yeah.
2: It depends how you want to pronounce it. You can also pronounce it allium. There's foxgloves. There's roses. There's lavender. There's thyme there's uh, basil, there's lemon thyme, there's whirling butterflies, there's agapanthus, there's hydrangeas, there's a Japanese acer tree, there is jasmine, I'm pretty sure, there is a blackcurrant bush, we've also grown lettuce, there's also... Uh, What's your favourite?
0: Lavender. What's yours?
2: In our garden, one of my favourites is like the whirling butterflies.
3: That is a lot of plant names that you've remembered there. And most of those are amazing for bees as well. So that sounds like a very lovely garden.
1: If somebody just had like a windowsill and they wanted to like get some of the little pots that you can and some seeds or something, what would be the best combination to start with?
3: It really depends on what you want to grow. So especially if you're growing with kids, it's really brilliant to grow things that grow really, really fast. So one of the things I always say about is microgreens. I don't know if you've heard of those, but it's growing kind of the shoots of some of the plants that we would eventually eat. So you would look at lettuce and different herbs, even brassicas like sprouts and broccoli. So you sow the seeds in the pot. And then you harvest them when they're about 10 centimetres tall and you just cut them off, you just chop them off and you can add them into soups or smoothies or salads or any of your dinner whatsoever. And there's more nutrition in that 10 centimetre shoot than there is in the actual mature vegetable. And you can have those shoots within about 10 to 14 days. So yeah, microgreens are amazing and they're super fast and it's just really satisfying for kids to see them grow.
1: What's your favourite flower and what makes you happy?
3: oh my gosh you can't ask a gardener what their favorite flower is (laughs) this is so difficult okay because I get asked this a lot can I give you two favorite flowers okay yeah okay the first one is a peony they absolutely make me smile and the other one is um I love marigolds so a lot of people will say what who loves marigolds and I just think that A lot of plants bring back memories and I love that about flowers and the marigold reminds me of my uncle who got me into gardening when I was a kid and he always used to plant loads of marigolds out and I never understood why and I guess I never asked when I was young and I later found out that they're just really good for companion planting. So you plant them around your vegetables to keep pests away and stuff and and they're like a celebrated flower in Mexico and you can eat the petals like on your salads and stuff. They kind of give a peppery taste and I love them. So I have marigolds all over my allotment. I will never be without a marigold and it's massively underrated. (laughs) As we're a good news podcast,
0: can you tell our listeners about one piece of good news in your week? It doesn't have to be your good news, it can be someone else's around the world.
3: So one piece of good news, can I give you a piece of good news for me first? I got to see my parents for the first time in four months this week. And that's really good news. And the other bit of good news is my tomatoes are looking extremely good in the greenhouse. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I quite
1: like growing tomatoes. Granddad is right now. Is granddad growing tomatoes? Oh, right,
3: yeah. Are they doing well? I
1: think so. I want to grow some peppers oh, as well. Like- you
3: can do, do that on a windowsill. That's another one you can easily grow on a windowsill. What, peppers? Yeah, definitely
1: oh i love it thank you so much for joining us Um, oh
3: it's a pleasure bye (laughs) bye bye it's lovely to chat with you
0: i love that really makes you realize how amazing nature is it was great right massive thank you to ellen
1: mary for coming on the show does this mean we're ramping up our gardening even more now
2: definitely now we're into our weekly headline update with some of our top gardening facts cue the headline music
0: Did you know that avocados, pumpkins, and tomatoes are fruits? This is actually because they all have seeds on the inside. This also means that technically rhubarb is a vegetable too. Wow, I didn't know that. Did you know that, studio audience?
1: No. No, I didn't know that either. So I've got another one for you. Plants actually do respond to sound. So does that mean we're all going to be singing? So the myth is that talking to your plants helps them actually grow. And there's been a study comparing the growth of plants in a silent greenhouse to one where they've been played music. I think it was a, like a voice soundtrack. And they found that plants actually grew better when they had sounds. So that means you guys can go stand in the vegetable patch and sing. Uh, they don't really want
0: to hear Yeah, I voice. mean, if
1: they sang to Eloise, they'd die. <laughs> Do you think they'll die when they no, hear your voice? No, no, not no.
2: Jack's, not
1: Jack's. Not Jack's. But, but
2: Eloise's, it was. Would... No.
1: voice, definitely.
2: Go on, Hugo. And lastly, did you know that a sunflower is not just one flower, both the fuzzy brown centre and the classic yellow petals are actually 1,000 to 2,000 individual flowers held together on a single stalk?
1: That's amazing. 1,000 to 2,000. Now, I think there's some sunflowers in the field next door, so I think we should go and find them. And I think we should start counting. And there are poppies. And there are poppies as well. So that would be amazing. Now, who would have thought that there was proof that plants grow more when you speak to them? I'm expecting you guys to spend the whole afternoon now singing to the plants here.
0: Do you think the plants in the garden will like if I play them Anne-Marie? I do, so they will. (laughs) I think they'd love your
1: words of encouragement. So we're, we're off to test it out.
2: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Good Stuff. Please do let us know your comments in the review section and send through your positive points of the week via a voice note over to stuff at magscreator.co.uk. We love hearing them.
0: Check out this brilliant voice note. Play the voice note. This week I've been feeling good because we went for a walk through the woods with our dogs and we've also been playing in the garden on the rope swing and the trampoline. And all that's left to
1: say is have a great day and keep note of the things that make you happy. Bye. Bye.
3: See you Monday.